Technology Tap. I'm Professor J. Rod. Today, we're going to have more A-plus questions, and we'll talk a little bit about the CYSA exam. Let's get to it. And welcome to Technology Tap, everyone. I'm Professor J-Rod. Let's do a little bit of house cleaning, as I like to say. Uh, The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to Technology Tap Premium. And this is a new service that will let you see exclusive interviews. we be able to do live tests, practice questions, and advice on resumes, interviewing, and networking. Technology Tap is only $5 a month, and remember that on June 1st, around there, Technology Tap Premium will be giving away one CompTIA voucher. So you can get a win a voucher for Network Plus, you can win a voucher for Security Plus, and you can win one voucher. It's your choice, 1101 or 1102, for A Plus. In order for you to be... A winner, you must subscribe. You must be a subscriber for Technology Tap Premium for three months. So April 1st is the deadline. If you don't sign up by April 1st, you don't qualify. And be free to be interviewed. You know, just a couple of minutes, come on and to the show and say, you know, what exam you chose and all that. So that ought to be fun. CompTIA, I haven't heard any news. I... I don't. I'm pretty sure I announced it the last time, but CompTIA has merged uh, with TestOut, so I haven't heard any news on how the new TestOut exams are going to be. If they're going to merge the CertMaster with the TestOut, uh, as I said before, I'm a big fan of CertMaster. I've had the students use it, and it's actually very good. Um, I'm a big fan of it. TestOut. Uh, the issue that I have with test out, I'm a fan of test out. I'll be honest with you. I'm a fan of test out, but I'm a fan of test out if you don't have anything to do with computers. Like if you've never taken a computer class, you don't really know anything about computers, test out is a good way to go. But if you just want to study for the CompT exam, test out is not the way to go. Test out will just confuse you. Test out is, is good for for you know people who don't know what a hub is, what a router is. You know, they they're good for that. But as far as getting you across the finish line for the CompTIA, no. I think their questions are too easy. And it gives you a false sense of security. You think that you've passed all the you know all the test out exams that you're gonna do great on the exam, and then you go and take the exam and it's totally different. So, th- though I'm a big test out fan, believe it or not, 
I'm not. That's the only thing that I I have to knock them on. That they're not they're not that good that way. But other than that, they're they're very good product. So if anybody out there is using uh, test out, don't don't feel bad that I'm knocking it. Right? It's just I feel like the questions that they ask you on those test out questions are not the same as the one, not even close to the ones that CompTIA will give you. Will give you. So it it you know you think you're doing very well, and you in reality you're not. Uh, CYSA plus. There's a new exam coming out in June. Uh, usually they give out uh, a beta. I don't know if anybody has taken the beta one. If you have, uh, let me know. Let me know how it went. I took one. I took the last one in October and I passed CYSA+. Not easy. Not an easy exam. But again, it follows the natural progression of A+, Network+, Security+. Right? So if you've taken those courses and you have those certs, it's not as bad. I mean, my biggest pet peeve with people trying to break into this industry, into the IT industry, is people who want to go straight into Security Plus. They have no background in IT, right? And they want to go straight to Security Plus. I find that it's just a waste of time. Most of the students that I've dealt with end up never taking the exam and the private courses that I've taught in different technical schools most of the students end up dropping you know not coming back I once had a class that started with 10 people over four weeks and the last week was one person left because these are people who who don't are not in the in the business don't know anything about IT and because somebody suggested them Oh, you don't need A plus, or you don't need Network Plus. Go straight to Security Plus, and you know it's it's not a good fit for them because they don't they don't really know. You know, if those of you taking Security Plus, you know it's a whole new vocabulary, right? And if you don't know anything, it's really hard to jump in. There's an assumption that you know what port numbers are, what's a hub, what's a switch, what's a router, what it does, its function, what it's i what it's an IP address, all that stuff. You don't go through that in Security Plus, right? There's there's an assumption that you know it already. So please, you know, I I know people will tell you, don't take A Plus, don't take Network Plus. You can just go to Security Plus. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, there's I've seen people who do who did it, but you have to really buckle down and do it, and it's really really hard to do it if you have a full time job. In my opinion. Anyway, the new CYS uh, Plus exam comes out in June. As soon as I find out anything on how the exam is, what you know, I'll do a comparison from the last one to the new one. As soon as I find out information, I'll make a, a podcast on that. All right. Today I have six A plus questions, and as usual, you can follow me along at Professor J Rod. Com. I'll put the link in to show you exactly what page it's on on the show notes. So if you you know if you're looking at this through Apple or Spotify, there should be a link to where you can follow along with the questions. Or if you're taking a walk and you're listening to me, or you're doing some stuff around the house, uh, just listen carefully. I'll repeat the question twice. All right. First question is: 
A company wants to remove information from the past user's hard drive in order to reuse the hard drive. Which of the following is the most secure method? Reinstalling Windows, performing a quick format, using disk wiping software, or deleting all files from command line interface? I'll read the question again. A company wants to remove information from past users' hard drive in order to reuse the hard drives. Which of the following is the most secure method? So the keyword here is most secure method. Right, that's the keyword or the key phrase. A, reinstalling Windows. B, performing a quick format. C, using a disk wiping software. And D, deleting all files from the command line interface. Well, which one can you remove right away? Reinstalling Windows. Reinstalling Windows is not, right? You want to remove the information. That's what the question is asking you from past users. So reinstalling Windows, it's not going to remove the this, this stuff. You, right? You, remove, you reinstall Windows on top of Windows, it's not going to erase it. Uh, performing a quick format will delete the user's information, but it is not the most secure method, right? The most secure method is C, use disk wiping software, something like D-Ban, right? Using a software like D-Ban to remove it, and then you can reuse the hard drive. So the answer is C, using disk wiping software. All right, that's number one. Number two, a user is having phone issue after installing a new application that claims to optimize performance. The user downloaded the application directly from the vendor's website and is now experiencing high network utilization and it receiving repeated security warnings. Which of the following should the technician perform first to mitigate this issue? A, reset the phones to the factory setting. B, uninstall the fraudulent application. C, increase data plan limits. And D, disable the, the mobile hotspot. So I'll read the question again. A user is having phone issues after installing a new application that claims to optimize performance. The user downloaded the application directly from the vendor's website and is now experienced high networking utilization and is receiving Repeated security warnings. Which of the following should the technician perform first to mitigate the issue? Reset the phone to factory settings. Uninstall the fraudulent application. Increase the data plan limits and disable the mobile hotspot. So first, let's try to see what phrase that we see there that could point you in the right direction of where the answer is. I think in this question, it is showing you, it's telling you the vendor's website. And you may ask, Professor, why vendor's website? Well, normally you download applications from stores, right? Google Store or App Store, right? When you're downloading on your phone directly from the vendor's website, it hasn't to me, it's telling me that it hasn't been tested by Apple or Google or Android or whatever phone you have, 
right? So you don't know what you're doing. You know, you don't know what's going on when you download that. So that's, that's to me, that's the key word, vendor's website. Now, there's one that you can eliminate right off the bat. Uh, one selection is increasing the data plan limits. That's not going to do anything. And you also could do disable the mobile hotspot. That's That has nothing to do with it. So you left with reset the phone to factory setting or uninstall the fraudulent application. Well, because you downloaded it from the vendor's website, right? The answer is uninstall the fraudulent application. It has not been approved by, you know, Google or Android or Apple, right? If you're downloading it directly from the vendor's website. All right, next. A user calls the help desk to report that none of the files on a PC would open. The user also indicates a program on a desktop is requesting payment in exchange for file access. A vendor, a, a technician verifies the user's PC is infected with ransomware. Which of the following should the technician do first? A, scan and remove the malware. B, schedule automatic, automated malware scans. C, quarantine the system. D, disable system restore. I'll read the question again. A user calls the help desk to report that none of the files on a PC will open. The user also indicates a program on a desktop is requesting payment in exchange for file access. A technician verifies the user's PC is infected with ransomware. Which of the following should the technician do first? So the key word here, I think, in this particular question is... Which of the following should the technician do first? Because if you're familiar with the process on how to remove malware, and this is what this computer has, this computer has a malware. Uh, if you there's a procedure in CompTIA, it tells you what the procedure is for removing malware. Uh, and these four are on the, the list. Right, so it's asking you, out of all these, uh, you know, malware removal techniques, which is the one that you do first? Basically, that's what it's telling you. And the first thing that you want to do is C, quarantine the system. You want to unplug it from the network because you don't want any other network, any other desktop, or anything on the network. To be infected. So your answer is C. Quarantine the system. Alright. Very good. Uh, a laptop user. Is visually impaired. And requires a different. Cursor color. Which of the following. OS utilities. Is used to change the color. Of the cursor. A keyboard. B touchpad. C Ease of access center and D display settings. I'll read it once again. A laptop user is visually impaired and requires a different cursor color. Which of the following OS utilities is used to change the color of the cursor? A keyboard, B touchpad, C ease of access center, and D display settings. So, what is the key phrase here? 
Well, the key phrase here is visually impaired. That means the user has a disability. And Microsoft does a really good job of helping people who have disabilities. Uh, you know, that's really, that's a really, really good thing on Microsoft's part. They really go out of their way to help people with disability. So which one of these is specifically used for users who have disability? And the, that answer is C, Ease of Access Center. You can go in there and change the cursor color. So again, right? I'd say once, I say it again. The key to passing this exam is reading the question. Guys, you got to read the question. All right, next. A manager reports that staff often forgets password to their mobile devices and applications. Which of the following should the system administrator do to reduce the number of help desk tickets submitted? A, enabled multi-factor authentication. B, increased the failed login threshold. C, remove complex password requirements. Or D, implement a single sign-on with biometrics. Let me read the question again. A manager reports that staff members often forget the password to their mobile devices and applications. Which of the following should the system administrator do to reduce the number of help desk tickets submitted? A, enable the multi-factor authentication. B, increase the failed login threshold. C, remove complex password requirements. And D, implement a single sign-on with biometrics. So let's see. So they forget their password to their mobile devices and applications. And the system administrator's goal is to reduce the number of help desk tickets submitted. I, you know, this is one, this is, this is question is a little, it's a little tricky because you kind of have to have, you know, I know I've said, and you know, you normally don't want to add stuff to the questions like scenarios in your head, right? But in this case, you know, yes, he wants to reduce the number of help desk tickets, but he still wants to maintain the same level of security that he has, even though it doesn't say it here, right? Um, so removing the complex password requirement is out. And also, Increase the failed login threshold, which means that how many times you can try it, right? Usually three times you try to put in your password on a Windows system, it locks you out, right? You don't want to increase that. That's that's less security. That's less secure. And of course, you don't want to remove the password complex requirements because that's less security also. So those two are out. So you... You're stuck with enable multi-factor authentication, which I think it would actually make it harder. Uh, implementing a single sign-on with biometrics will reduce the number of help desk tickets submitted while still maintaining a good security stance and not lowering your security. You're, you're still maintaining it. All right. Last one. 
A technician is setting up a Soho wireless router. The router is about 10 years old. The customer would like the most secure wireless network possible. Which of the following should a technician configure? A, WPA2 with TKIP, B, WPA2 with AES, C, WPA3 with AES256, D, WPA3 with AES128. And I'm going to read the question again. A technician is setting up a Soho wireless router. The router is about 10 years old. The customer would like the most secure network possible. Which of the following should a technician configure? A, WPA2 with TKIP. B, WPA2 with AES. C, WPA3 with AES256. And D, WPA3 with AES128. Now, this is a little tricky. I, I hope you caught what is the key phrase here? If you catch the key phrase, you know what the answer is in this particular question. Again, I cannot emphasize how important it is to read the question and be able to point out, hey, I think this is the key word. The key word here is rot or key phrase is. Router is about 10 years old. So it's an old router. What, which one of these uh, security settings was around 10 years ago? And which one is also the highest? Right? So it's kind of like a two-part question, right? So right away, you could eliminate the WPA3s. Those were not around 10 years ago. So C and D is out. And which one is stronger? Is it TKIP or is it AES? And the answer is AES. AES, so the answer is B. WPA2 with AES is your answer. You see, the answer is in the question or the clue. Really the clue. And you have to, that's why I do these practice questions, right? I feel that if I'm able to teach you, right, how to read these questions, you'll be better off, you'll be more successful at the exam. And if anybody's having any issues Right. If you maybe you take you took the CompTIA exam a couple of times and you failed, let me know. Email me, Professor Jrod at gmail.com. And I you know, we'll we'll try to see what's wrong. Right? Why are you failing? Right? Um, you know, th th there's always gonna be some people who just never gonna get it. Um for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, maybe that's not you. Maybe there's something that you're not getting, something that's not being explained to you. Email me, Professor Jrod at gmail.com. Uh, look for me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm sorry, on uh, Instagram at professorjrod.com. I created an Instagram account. And, yeah, 
just hit me up whenever you are having any issues or any problems. I'll be more than happy to help you. This My goal is to make sure that everyone who's listening to this podcast passes and is very successful. All right, that'll wrap it up for today. Thank you very so much for listening. Remember, you can follow along with the questions at my website, professorjrod.com, and just look for the exact page on the show notes. Until next time. You can email me at professorjrod at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of Little Chacha Productions. Art by Sarah, music by Joe Kim. If you need me to do a Zoom session with you, email me at professorjrod at gmail.com. <laughs>